Hey, this is Molly Patrick, and you're listening to the Clean Food Dirty Girl podcast. We are all about helping people eat more plants and celebrating imperfection as we navigate life's messiness. Hey, my friends. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I should just call this episode 100 times is a charm, 100th time is a charm, because I've literally (laughs) started and stopped this intro so many times. I just need to roll with it. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to roll with it. We're going to do this. So the first thing that I really want to get out there is just a huge, huge, huge heartfelt thank you to everyone who reached out to me after my sister passed. It was such an incredible outpouring of love and you guys, it helped. I read all of your messages and every single one of them I read and I didn't respond personally to all of them, but I want you to know that I did read all of them and it made me feel less alone. It really did. And it made me feel really loved and supported and seen. Um, And so many of you had stories of love and loss and grief. And it really, I don't know, it made me feel very connected to humanity. And this little sliver of humanity that we have in this community. Um, so thank you for taking the time for, to hitting reply to the email or to tagging me on, on Instagram or, or Facebook or, you know, private messaging me or reaching out on my, you know, reaching out on text message. I really, really appreciate it. <clears throat> and, um, and it sucks. And for all of you who had a story where I know that you felt or you have felt the same way I'm feeling now, or maybe still feel the same way I'm feeling now, um, you know, my heart, my heart just goes out to everybody who, who grieves and who experiences this loss. And that is to say, everybody at one point will experience this. And it's... In a way, it's a really beautiful thing because I'm feeling things that I haven't really felt before. And I've certainly had people in my life who I've been very close to and who I've loved who have died, but not this close. Um, Not this. The connection that I had with my sister was um, very strong and we were very close and I loved her very much. And sometimes she could be a big pain in the ass too. (laughs) I have stories for days. Um, but at the end of it, my God, I love her. I still love her with all of my heart. And I, I still can't believe that I can't pick up the phone and call her or that she's not going to be visiting me in Hawaii or that I'm not going to be getting on a plane to go see her or that I'm not going to get, like her random hilarious text messages. Um, uh, yeah. I, okay. Uh, gonna take a moment. <laughs> Damn, you never know when it's gonna hit you, right? <clears throat> yeah, she was just, she was really incredible. And I, 
I knew how incredible she was and what a force she was. And in the, during those last couple of weeks in hospice, like I had another, I had another, I looked through it. I looked at it with, through another lens because so many people came out of state and out of town and out of country to, to come and see her. And she had so many calls and letters and flowers and cards and people who knew her, like you couldn't help but really love her. I mean, she was spicy for sure. And, and, and she was stubborn. (laughs) But the thing that I loved most about my sister was that when she when she listened to you, when you had a story or when you had a problem or when you were going through something really hard, she was really, really there. And she listened like with her whole soul. And it was like nothing else in the world mattered when she was listening to you and she gave you all of her attention. And I'm really going to miss that because it's hard to find that. And not everybody is like that. So yeah, I'm going to miss that about her for sure. Ugh, look at me. I'm a blubbering mess, you guys. I'm sorry. And I could just hit stop right now and start over, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to keep going. And I'm going to be okay and get through this. So yeah, that's one thing that I miss about her. And I, I didn't even expect to come on here and talk about her. But I... I did want to come on here and just thank you. Thank you for all of the love and all of the support and all of the caring and all of the sweet, kind words that you all have, have shared with me. It's, it's meant so much. So thank you for that. Um, there was another thing too. (laughs) I wanted to thank you for that. And I also, Hmm. Yeah, here's the other thing. Um, (laughs) The day that I got back home on Maui was the day after all of the fires on the island. Well, some of the fires were still going. Excuse me, I'm going to clear my throat. So some, a lot of the fires were still going when I got home, but the big Lahaina fire had happened the day before. And I I actually wasn't sure I was going to be able to fly back home, but, um, I was, and, and I arrived to an Island that was really, really devastated. And it's been heartbreaking, um, to witness what this community is going through and how many people lost their homes and lost their family and their pets, you guys. And, and it wasn't just, I mean, it's been horrific and I don't know, I don't, I don't watch the news and I don't get a sense. I mean, I know that it really made a lot of national and international news because of the magnitude of the fire and, and it basically burnt down an entire town and took a lot of lives with it and has, I would say, changed this Island, um, forever. And I had a lot of people reach out to me as well, um, to see if, if I was impacted by that. And, um, personally, no, I was not. Um, but so many people were, and I'm going to put, 
a couple of links in the show notes. Um, if anybody feels, uh, you know, has a desire or an urge to help any families, um, I'm going to, I'm going to post a couple of, um, of links that are not scams and that will go directly to families who are in need. So I wanted to thank you also for reaching out and just all of you who checked in on me and just to see, make sure that I was okay. It's so sweet. I, I just feel so loved you guys. I feel so supported and this community is just, yeah, it never ceases to amaze me in the best possible way. So, okay. So those are a couple of the things that I wanted to bring up before I talk about actually the the topic of this podcast today. And it's a weird segue and I don't think I, I might do it really clunky and awkwardly, but I'm just going to do it anyway. Um, and that is changing our relationship with food. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's good just to take a pause. And Luann, you don't have to edit that out. <laughs> We so often rush from one thing to the next without ever taking a beat that sometimes a pause is uh, necessary and helpful. Okay, so let's talk about plants. Let's talk about whole food plant-based eating. Let's talk about our relationship to food. You know, for so many people, when they switch to this way of eating, it is really about the food, right? It is really about um, getting healthier or getting better numbers at the doctor or getting off some medication or, um, you know, really looking to prevent some unnecessary lifestyle related disease. And, you know, maybe it's to lose weight. Maybe it's to, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's to, I don't know, just feel better. Right. So, Oftentimes it's sort of, that's the the gateway to this way of eating is people just want to feel better and be healthier and have less of an impact on the environment. And also, um, you know, more so in the vegan world, less so in the whole food plant-based world. But I think that, you know, for anybody who adopts specifically a whole food plant-based diet, certainly, you know, one thing that, one thing that makes it, um, an endearing way to eat is, of course, you're not contributing to the suffering of animals. Um, and I know that for me, that is true. Um, and some people don't go totally plant-based, right? And that's, oh, that's okay too. It's like wherever you are at on your journey is your own and, and nothing is wrong with any of it. So, so no judgment here. Um, the point is with all of this, that when you really start to eat this way, regardless of why you started, right? We all have our different journeys. We all have our different reasons. But when you fully adopt this way of eating, there's something that kind of shifts and clicks in that's really powerful. And that is this. Your relationship to food changes it can't not change, right? So a lot of people who, this isn't everybody, of course, this is a generalization, but for a lot of people, when they're eating a standard American diet, for example, um, a lot of times 
food is food is doing a lot of things for people, right? Food can be entertainment, surely. Food can is is often used as entertainment. Food is often used as a companion or a friend. Food is used as um you know, some like something that happens, something that we do when we're bored or when we want to celebrate or to just to fill that kind of human thing that we all have. And it's that kind of lonely place that feels a little empty sometimes. Um, too much? I don't know. I, I've certainly felt that um, even before my sister died. <laughs> I've always kind of felt that. I think all he, all he, all of us do to a certain extent. Um, and when you, and I'm not saying that people who eat a whole food plant based diet don't eat based for, based on those reasons, right? They don't. Certainly, you can use you know carrots as as a as a friend for sure. Um, but it's it's much less so. And when you really start eating a whole food plant based diet, and you really start eating, you, you eat to nourish yourself, right? You, you eat to fuel yourself. You eat this food and what it does is it becomes an act of self-care. It becomes an act of self-love. It becomes an act of you taking care of yourself and your body and really loving yourself. And it's easy to do with this way of eating because what happens is you can eat a big, beautiful, whole food, whole food plant-based lunch and you're not going to beat yourself up for it. You're not going to feel like you have to restrict and deprive yourself. Right? You get to eat until you feel satisfied. Right. And and that is a huge game changer for people. Like, like the healing is in the eating with this way of eating. And that's such a powerful thing because for so many people, they don't think of food as medicine. They don't think of food as healing. They think of food as either the enemy and something that they could never get right and something that's always working against them, or they think of it as a comfort, a companion, a friend, right? Something that's soothing. So it's either this relationship of not wanting it and being almost like scared of it or, or like it's out to get them, or it's this kind of crutch that people use that relies on this food to feel better, right? Emotionally. And, and we all know that a whole bag of, or a whole package of Oreos might feel really good in the moment, but it's not going to feel good after that. So even that is some, you know, it's, it's very, it's a short window where it does feel good. But when you drop the processed food, drop the meat, drop the dairy, drop the oil, right? And you focus on whole plant foods. I'm talking whole grains, rice, quinoa, millet. I'm talking about beans, chickpeas, black beans, lentils, um, legumes. When you focus on veggies, right? Carrots, cucumbers, zucchini, cucumbers, leafy greens, uh, peppers, eggplant, mushrooms. When you focus on fruits, 
bananas and apples and berries and dragon fruit and pears and peaches, right? And you focus on um, spices, all the wonderful culinary spices that we have. And you make meals from those whole plant foods, something shifts because all of a sudden, food is no longer working against you. It's working for you. It's no longer something that's like out to get you because it's not hurting you. It's helping you. It's healing you. So all of a sudden, it's like, wait, this food is here to help me. It is a true friend, not a, not a friend that you rely on on a Friday night when you're feeling really sad and depressed and you go to the couch with a tub of ice cream and, and Netflix, right? That's not a friend because that'll ultimately make you feel worse. But a true friend, right? Like this food shows up for you. And so not only are you making that switch from the food to really being something that is not helping you and kind of the enemy, and that sounds dramatic, I realize, Um, but then understanding that, oh, this type of eating, this way of eating, this type of food is is helping me. I can really, truly like have a a good relationship with it because it's a two, it's a two-way relationship right? You're enjoying the food and the food is helping you. It's, it's giving back to you. Whereas eating any way else is not giving back from you. It's taking from you. And so that's, that's one way, right? So that's, that's how it changes in, in one sense. So instead the food is working for you, not against you. So you're going to look at that food differently. You're going to have a different experience of that food. You're going to have different thoughts about that food. And then the other way, right, that it's helping you or that, that the relationship will kind of shift is that you no longer have to come to eating or come to, to your relationship with food as um, scarcity, right, as deprivation, as um, whatever happens during that diet mindset, right? It's like the opposite of that because now you can just eat. You can eat and you can eat until you truly feel satisfied and then you can stop eating and then you can eat again when you get hungry. And it's like this, this non-issue. There's not, there's not that feeling of lack or scarcity. It is truly an abundant way to eat. And you feel that once you truly transition to this way of eating, you start to feel that abundance and it's no longer coming from scarcity, right? It's coming from, it, it's coming from a place of, um, always having enough and always being able to eat enough and never, ever having to count your food or weigh your food or, you know, really focus on portions too much. Like you eat until you're no longer hungry and, and whatever that is, you know, however much that is, you eat until that point. Now you don't want to eat until you feel full in your tummy because then regardless of what kind of food you're eating, because when you eat until you feel full in your tummy, you ate more than you needed and you ate more than your body was probably good for your body. And sometimes it happens if it's like super delicious, but it happens more so when you are eating non-whole food plant-based meals. 
and food. When you're eating whole food plant-based, you don't, you don't oftentimes eat until your belly is full. You'll stop before then because you, you, it's, you get more in tune with your body, you know, and the food isn't so high in fat, sugar, and salt that it's hyper palatable. And when foods are hyper palatable, like think about pepperoni pizza or cheese pizza or, you know, anything with cheese on it, really, it's like, you keep going, you keep eating, even if you're feeling full, you just keep going because you want that taste in your mouth because it, the combination of, combination of um, fat, sugar, and salt uh, really does a number on the pleasure center of your brain and releases in a, a huge amount of dopamine. And so you just kind of want to keep going with it. But when you eat whole food plant-based, you get a little release of dopamine because you're eating. And any when we eat the brain releases a little bit of a neurochemical that makes you feel kind of good so that we keep eating because we have to eat to survive. And so we have kind of appropriate amounts of dopamine release when we eat whole food plant-based. It's not that, um, I think of a a casino, right? Like ding, 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 ding. When when I think of a pizza and eating a pizza and I imagine like a casino in my brain and the pleasure center of my brain just going off like more, 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 more. It's not like that. It's more subtle, right? You just eat and it's, it's, it's very satisfying without being like a massive amount of pleasure. It's more joyful than it is pleasurable, right? Um, if we can focus on joy more and pleasure less, all of us would be in a better place. Pleasure comes from the outside. Joy comes from the inside. And that's really the switch. That's honestly how I see this way of eating is it is more joyful. And that joy comes from the inside. It's not coming from the outside. It's not coming from the food. It's coming from inside of you and how that food makes you feel inside. And so it's such, I mean, there's so many shifts that happen when you switch to this way of eating and, and, and all of those little shifts what that does is it really changes your entire relationship with food. And when your relationship with food changes, you're not going to go back to how you were eating before. Why would you? Because it is so freeing and it is so lovely and it is so easy. And it's not, and it can be done like, like you can eat like this forever. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. It doesn't matter if you're on vacation or not. It doesn't matter if you're at work or at home. It doesn't matter if you work from home. It doesn't matter if you have kids or not have kids. Like there is no reason why you can't eat this way. Yes, it takes some time to prep. Yes, you may be eating out less, but all of those things, like that's all, you can figure that out, right? And, and the the payback that you get for figuring that out is like your entire life, your entire relationship with food changing, therefore your entire life changing. Like it is such a powerful thing. And, and so really like how, you know, what is the relationship that you have with food? What is that relationship? And for so many of us who are not whole food plant-based, it is really toxic. And it is really up and down. And it's like, I, I, I think of it, I used to be in a, in a really um, toxic relationship when I was in my 20s. And it was like, it was like a roller coaster. 
right? It was really good or it was really bad and really good and really bad. And it was, when it was really bad, it's like I wanted to leave, but then it got really good and I never wanted to leave. And it was very tumultuous, right? And very rocky. And that's, to me, when I think about a standard American diet or when I think about you know, any way of eating that's not whole food plant-based, that's how I think of it. And a whole food plant-based diet, I think of it as just like this solid, steady, even relationship, right? Like the one I'm in now. Like I did not know what a healthy relationship was with another human until I met my current partner, Carol. And now I see, it's like, oh, this is how it is. It, I feel like I can be myself I don't feel judged. I don't feel like I'm walking on eggshells. I feel like I have someone who loves me and supports me no matter what. And like, and she loves me for me. It's like, that's to me what a whole, that to me is like what a whole food plant-based way of eating is. It's like this relationship that's so healthy and loving and it's, and it's, you're loving the food. The food is loving you back. It's not dramatic. It's not up and down. It's not full of fear. It's not, it's, it's coming from such a place of love. And I swear once you get there and the people who have eaten a whole food plant-based diet consistently and regularly, and that kind of is their life. I know that you, there's a lot of you listening to this who, who, who are there. And I know that you can relate. I know that you're sitting, I know that you're there being like, yep, that's what it is. Yep. That's what it is. Until you've, until you've experienced that, you don't really know. And once you do experience it, you're like, wow, amazing. It's amazing. It's like a, it's such a beautiful healing balm for your whole soul. Really when your relationship with food is on point and healthy and you're taking care of yourself and you're eating this food that nourishes you and that loves you and that will continue to do so for years to come, you can focus on other things in your life, right? Like that's such a huge thing to overcome and to experience that then everything else in your life feels a little bit easier. And I'm so thankful. I am so thankful that I have this way of eating and that I have my healthy habits because when you, when the shit does hit the fan and it will for all of us at one point, like I'm solid in that, you know, I, I just keep eating this way. And I know, I know that I can trust myself. I know that, that like, I'm not gonna fall off the wagon for lack of a better word, because it's so ingrained in me. And I'm like, this switch has happened. I have this relationship with food now. It is part of who I am. So I don't have any worry that that's going to like go away. Cause the thing is like, I would have to make it go away and I'm not going to make that choice because it feels too good. You know, it might be sad and I might eat less one day or I might eat more the other day, but it's all going to be, you know, for the most part, whole food plant-based and and that's going to help get me through the hard times, you know, um, that's going to help, help the healing process. So it's something that I feel really passionate about. And it, and it's one of the reasons why I love doing what I do. And I love helping people reach that point where they're really experiencing that and really experiencing what it's like to have their whole relationship with food change and to have it be a healthy loving, abundant relationship. 
it's such, it, it makes such a difference. And when it clicks in and when you're like, oh, I got it. That's what she was talking about. It's the best feeling in the world. So that's what I wanted to talk with you about today. And, um, and also thank you for all the love and all the, the shout outs and all the emails and for everybody who reached out. Thank you. Um, and I would just, I encourage you to, you know, if you're not eating a whole food plant-based diet, I encourage you just to look at your current relationship with food and decide like, is, is this, a, am I, am I content in this relationship? Right. And we have to do this with, with the people in our life. Right. I was coaching one of my weight loss clients um, earlier this week, and we were talking about a friend that she had. Um, and this friend wasn't so nice, you know. And I just asked her, like, why, you know, why do you have this friend? And she's like, I don't know. And I, and I told her, I'm like, you know, when you go through this process of, of really like honing in on your food and changing your relationship with your food, other areas of your life are going to change because when you start taking care of yourself in one area, you're going to start taking care of yourself in other areas too. And I really equated relationships that we all have with the, with the food that we eat. So if we want to nourish ourselves, if we want to, um, you know, take tremendous care in how our body feels, and if we're really eating to nourish and eating to thrive and really making an effort to be healthy and to be joyful around food, um, we can think of that same thing with the people in our life too. Because just like there's toxic food, there are toxic people. And if there's people in your life, right, that are not bringing value to you, that are not, you know, that are being mean to you, like I would say you don't need that just as much as you don't need the Oreo cookies or the ice cream, right? It's not, it's not adding value to your life. And so, you know, you can look at that as well. What relationships are you having in your life? Not just your relationship with food, but your relationship with other humans as well. It's such, that's why, like I always say it, there's, it's a domino effect that happens, Right you change, you make some positive, healthy changes in one area of your life. And then one year later, six months later, two years later, it's like all of your life looks different because it just seeps over. It just has such an impact that those healthy changes seep over into other areas of your life. So I encourage you, look at the relationship that you have with food. Is it a relationship that you want? Right? It's the same thing that when we look at the people in our life, look at the relationships that we have in our life with the people. Are those relationships that we want? Like we get to decide that. And if there's a relationship in our life that is not working and that does not make us feel good and that is toxic to us, then we get to sever that relationship, right? Sometimes it's a little harder and it takes a little bit longer, but we get to make choices and we get to decide that. Same thing with food. If your relationship with food is like a little bit topsy-turvy and it feels kind of shaky and it feels like, you know, it's, it's more of a scarcity relationship and it's more of an abusive relationship and it's more of a toxic relationship. Then I tell you, my friends come over to the plant side, (laughs) transition to a whole food plant-based diet and your relationship will change in no time. And it's not anything that you have to try to do. I'm not going to give you like, you know, six steps on how to change your relationship with food. There's one step and that is eat a whole food plant-based diet. Focus on whole grains, beans and legumes, veggies, fruits, nuts and seeds, 
and herbs and spices. Focus on those. You can sign up for Plant Fueled Life. That is our monthly membership. And we give you, we load you up with hundreds of meal plans that you can follow, thousands of whole food plant-based recipes that you can enjoy, um, video tutorials. I have a bunch of um, like videos in there that I do. I take you into my kitchen. You, I, you can cook with me. Um, I give you a whole video series on whole food plant-based basics. But it's, it's the resource of all whole food plant-based resources that um, everyone should join. Do that just and follow along. Like there are no steps. Just eat a whole food plant-based diet. That's, that's, that's really it. And then be open to change because you will change, my friends. It will change you. Um, and it's such a beautiful, beautiful process. Okay. I hope you have a fantastic week. Happy to talk with you today. And I will see you. I won't see you. I'll talk with you next time. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, you are going to love Plant Fueled Life, our monthly membership where we help you eat more plants and celebrate that beautiful human imperfection that we all have. You can try it out for free for 10 days by going to the show notes of this episode and clicking on free trial. You can also go to our website, cleanfooddirtygirl.com and clicking on the banner at the top of the website, uh, click on start free trial and that'll get you there too. Also, if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed, or if you enjoy this podcast, will you do me a solid and rate and review it so that other people can find it as well? Okay. Thanks so much.